Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you, folks? <laughs> another week has rolled around in the bagpiping world, and uh, yeah, we've got quite a huge episode to bring you this week. We've got some big names to bring you. Yeah, and uh, I'm really excited for this week, actually. So, yeah, some proper, real good conversations with these folks. I'm very excited. Uh, so, in case you aren't aware of who our featured guest is this week, you're about to find out in this week's Topic of the Week. So, if you're Andy Fusco, you can skip through all of this podcast right the way up until Topic of the Week. <laughs> Shots fired. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you would like to hang around, we do have some interesting things at the beginning of the show. So, yes, if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk. If it's got bagpipes in it, around it, or near it at all, then we are the show for you. Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we churn out the piping goodness for you right here, absolutely free, every week. And uh, yeah, if you haven't already, please do consider subscribing to the podcast so you will never miss another episode. Because you'll get it automatically in your inbox. You'll get a bing, a little notification to let you know that Rab has uploaded another one. Also, don't forget, if you would like to help support the show, then be part of the Patreon faithful, as we call them over there. Yes, go and support us over on Patreon, like every other podcast out there. Yes, of course, that same old sales pitch you've heard about a hundred times. Yeah, every podcast seems to have one. But yes, of course, a bagpiping podcast such as our own, we do have a Patreon as well. And we've got tons of extra bagpiping goodness over there for you to enjoy. In fact, the interviews that we're going to bring you on this week's podcast, um, our Patreon folks have already seen them. They've been over there on Patreon for a wee while now. So, yeah, sorry to Patreon folks. Uh, You've already got, yeah... (laughs) wind of what exactly is going to happen uh, with our next upcoming guests on tonight's podcast so yeah there you go but yeah there's tons of exclusive videos backstage stuff uh, exclusive performances as well as interviews that we just mentioned and loads of fuse fm bottom money radio show catch-up shows i think we have nearly over 100 episodes now i think I need to have a look at the maths there, but yeah, each and every week we do a two-hour live radio show on Fuse FM Balamoney, and if you do happen to miss it, then you can go and have your exclusive catch-up service on Patreon, where each and every week we upload the two-hour radio show for you guys to download and take it with you no matter where you are. You can carry two hours of live piping and drumming in your pocket. There you go. So there you go. Go and help support the show. Click support, and uh, like I said, each and every week... Every click of support means the world is, honestly. Yeah. All right. Swiftly moving on. And speaking of promotions and all that kind of stuff, I have to give another plug to the Piper's Dojo. Yes, I know. I keep banging on about it. But guys, honestly, this is a fantastic offer that is going. It's leaving us. We're having to close it. Uh, So reluctantly, uh, come the end of February, this offer will no longer be available. So I'm telling you now. 
Now that we're recording this, it's the 10th of February. Depending on when you're listening to this, of course, it may already have ended. Uh, but by the end of February, this offer for the Piper's Dojo will be no longer. So take advantage of it now when you have the chance. That is 30 days of Dojo Premium for just $1. So the $1 sign-up fee is to make sure that you're an actual person and not a not a robot. And yeah, they drop the paywall on everything. You get full access to the entire library that's there at DojoU and you can take it for a test spin, you know, for 30 days. And if after 30 days it's not for you, then fair enough, you've lost some time and you've lost a dollar. But other than that, if you enjoy it and you decide to keep it on... Well, you're already 30 days into your journey, you know? So go and take it for a spin. Honestly, I'm a, you know, a huge salesperson for it. I know I've been banging on about it now for weeks. But honestly, guys, this is an incredible offer that will be ending. The end of February, it'll be gone. So take advantage of it now. TheBigGrabShow.com forward slash dojo. Take advantage of it now when it's still there. There you are. All right, so promotions in that aside... Let's start into this week's show, shall we, with some listener mail. Now, listener mail this week has been um, non-existent. We've had absolutely none, which is really weird. Normally, we would get two or three in the week, but we've had zero. We've had a few updates and stuff uh, from, from the Yuspapa and Wuspapa and different things that they're doing at the moment to try and get their season off the ground with various different, you know, measures in around COVID-19 with keeping bands men and women safe. And as those dates approach, then definitely we will talk about it more here in the show. Uh, but as so, so far for now, competition dates in the United States are a little bit in the future, so we will hopefully bring more information on those as they get closer to the time. So we did get a couple of emails about that, but other than that, guys, we've had absolutely no listener mail, which was really weird. Um, so, yeah, it's been a very quiet week on the listener mail front. So, hey, there you go. It's a bit dull, but we have no listener mail this week. There you are. Our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. If you'd like to send us in some, you can do. We have, con- you know, we've covered quite a lot of controversial topics over this past number of weeks. And um, we did expect our mailbox to be fuller than this. But yeah, maybe you guys are just contemplating it. Hmm. Yes, also, on that front, uh, we were also to have our, yeah, our usual weekly feature, which is one of our favourites, the Weekly Drone. And guess what? We don't have a weekly drone this week either. <laughs> yep, we've got no listener mail and we've got no weekly drone. Wah, wah. Insert sound effect here. Yeah, it's been honestly the quietest week on record for ourselves here on The Big Rab Show. It's been crazy. We've never had a quiet week like this. Now, we don't really know why... We can maybe guess because it's Valentine's Day coming up this weekend that everyone is uh, not indulging in their favourite hobby. Instead, they're trying to figure out ways how to buy stuff or entertain their significant other. Um, I don't know. But whatever the reason is, sorry folks. We have no listener mail this week and we have no weekly drone. Now, of course, we have advertised it, of course, all over social media asking people... Submit your weekly drones to us, you know, regardless of your thoughts and feelings, we will present it here on the show, warts and all, and completely anonymously. And uh, no, absolutely nothing. Bupkis. Zero zip nada. So, yes, we'll put out an open appeal for anyone out there, of course, who would like to, you can do. You can submit your weekly drone to yourselves, thebigrabshow.com. 
forward slash weekly drone. Now, like I said, that's possibly the best place to do it through our website because there's absolutely no point of reference as to who you are as an individual. There's no email addresses, there's no identifying factors. It can be absolutely anyone, so it's totally anonymous and there's no ties to the band or geographical location. There's absolutely no identifying things. So, yeah, go ahead. Let us have it. The Weekly Drone. It's one of, if anything, seems to be a bit of a smash hit. Everyone seems to love it. You know, when Aaron comes on, talks over some smooth jazz, but... You know, and he's he's cutting a hole in the piping world, you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, sometimes it can be brutal. So, yeah, let us have it, folks. Weekly Drone, they'd love to hear your opinions out there. So let us have it. All right. Well, with that in mind, you would think with all the listener mail being so quiet and all the rest and Weekly Drone not being a thing this week that uh, the things in the piping world would be kind of quiet themselves, too. Well, guys, au contraire. We have got tons of news to bring you on this week's podcast, like like we have in every podcast. Uh, so, no, don't be skipping this bit, Andy. Yeah, you, you know, I'm, I'm kind of taking the mick out of Andy Fusco. Now, for those of you who don't know who Andy Fusco is, Andy is the presenter, or one of the present, co-presenters, actually, on the Chanderan podcast. And on the last recording of the Chanderan podcast, he was telling listeners that he actively skips through the start of the Rab Show podcast every week to get to the topic. <laughs> Okay, uh, you know, we have come under criticism uh, from a lot of people saying that our podcast is too long. Some people's actually saying actually saying that it's too short. Uh, but mostly folks saying that it's too long-winded and, you know, just get to the point, Rab, I suppose. And uh, some folks even saying that they don't want the news and weekly updates. They just want the topic. So, well, do you know, this might actually be a change in the podcast going forward. If you guys don't want to hear the piping news and the weekly drone and all of that kind of stuff, then let us know. You know, the, the best way to do it and affect change is to actually become a patron. Um, yeah, you can let us know over there your suggested, you know, improvements for the show. If you do think our podcast is too long, then you can listen to the voicemail that we got from Piper Jim last week, which was just epic. Um... <laughs> <laughs> simply brilliant uh, but um yeah if you would like less news and updates and more topic then let us know and yeah we'll definitely try and adjust our our content accordingly all right let's get into actual news then shall we news and updates now for all of you living internationally or here locally here in the uk i'm reminding you that on the 20th of february is the kids with cancer charity event now the reason why i'm reminding you Yes, I've probably reminded you about a dozen different times by now. But I have to remind you to go and grab your tickets because the sales for these will be closing soon. So, Saturday 20th of February, this will all be live streamed online through the Eventbrite website. So go to eventbrite.com and just search for it, Kids with Cancer Charity Event. And you'll find it and purchase your tickets. And you'll be helping support the uh, cancer unit in the Royal Victoria Hospital in Belfast. So what a fantastic charity. It's great to see pipers and drummers get together and raise money for such a great cause. But also... You should prepare yourselves for some blistering performances. I am part of the organizing committee, and I'll hold my hand up. I've seen some of the performances coming in. I've been sworn to secrecy, but oh my god! It's ridiculous, by the way. You know, you think at the moment, with lockdown and all the rest, that folks just aren't playing at the moment. Uh, Well, the guys that have sent in performances for the Kids with Cancer event look as if they have clearly been practicing every day for hours, 
because the musicianship is just incredible. So I have to say a huge thanks to all the acts so far. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, you're in for an absolute treat. So let me say the 20 quid a ticket. We have received some feedback saying the 20 quid's possibly a bit steep. But honestly, guys, for the amount of entertainment that you're going to get for this charity event, it's peanuts. It's absolute peanuts. Whenever you think that all the money is also going to charity, it's helping support children and their families going through such a terrible time as cancer treatment. So, yeah. Dig deep into your pockets and uh, consider buying some tickets uh, for the Kids with Cancer charity event coming up on the 20th of Feb. There you go. Alrighty, moving on to our next news story. I have to give a mention to Pipe Bands for Schools on their social media page. Yes, the reason why I'm doing so is because on the 9th of February, they had a free live-streamed drumming tuition, uh, which was absolutely brilliant. I don't know if you guys managed to tune into this, but it was simply epic. So, yeah, Simon Grant, of course, he held a beginner and intermediate live stream and walked you through all sorts of rudimental exercises, all the way from bare-bone basics up to intermediate level, and it was brilliant. If you manage just to sit in the house with the pad and sticks and have this live stream up, you get to sit and practice along with it. Simply fantastic. So, yeah, I would tell you now, go along to Pipe Bands for Schools and just have a look, because that live stream is still up there now, so you can go back and actually refer to it again. I've done so tonight. I actually had a little rattle before I come on tonight. Um, if anything, full disclosure, Pipers, what is going on with burls? I can't seem to play a burl for the life of me. Now, full disclosure as well, I've had to reschedule a couple of piping lessons because I've been really busy this last while with BBC and whatnot. So I haven't had a lesson with Andrew, I think now, from, for about a week uh, but through that week now, I have been practicing a new tune, and it's full of burls. And so as a result, I've been trying to get my burls up to scratch, and man, oh man, can I get that wee finger to move? <laughs> oh, I can get it to move, but then everything else moves with it, is the problem. Oh, I'm really struggling with burls at the moment. And I think what's happening is that I'm forcing it too hard, to, you know, and I should be relaxing into my playing rather than just, instead of forcing it and gripping the chanter like it's a brush shaft, I should be just playing it nice and easy. Anyway, that, that's what I'm dealing with at the moment. I was practicing for a good half hour or so before I come on to the podcast tonight, and that's what I'm struggling with, burls. Uh, so, aye, any tips for burls playing? <laughs> Ah, well, hopefully I'll have, I'll have a lesson with Andrew later on this week and we'll hopefully get to the bottom of my burl problem. But that's where I am at the moment. Ah, I am stuck in a conundrum of burls. Deadly. Uh, but yes, if you are stuck in any of your rudimental stuff, obviously at beginner or intermediate level, then definitely check that out. Pipe bands for schools. Lift the sticks. Get the hands going again, folks. You know, does no harm. Does no harm. Okay, now this I want to throw forward actually to a story that we're going to bring you on next week's podcast. This is a full disclosure. Next week, we're going to be speaking to Davy Hunter. Next week, we're going to chat all about Davy and his work with the Argyle and Southern Highlanders Pipe Music Collection, Volume 2. Now, Davy's going to come on, he's going to tell us all about the book and actually what they're doing at the moment with the production of the second volume. What I would like you now, if you do have opportunity and you want to go and check it out and see what they're up to, you can go to their social media at the moment where they are actively looking for tunes. Now, they have a certain criteria, not just everyone can submit tunes for this book. They're actually looking for either current serving members of Five Scots, 
the Balaclava Company, or former members of the Argyles themselves. They're also looking for, you know, either a family member of somebody who was part of the regiment, or you can either be born in the Argyleshire area, or if you have a composition at all, uh, which is either has a connection to the regiment or the, the area of Argyle of Scotland. For more information, of course, go and check out their social media, how you can submit your, submit your tune if you do have one that is somewhere connected. Um, then, yeah, contact them through their social media, and that's exactly where they want to, to hear from you. But, yes, next week we will be talking to Davy Hunter uh, as he talks all about this incredible new collection. If you have got Volume 1 of the Argyle and Southern Highlanders book, then you are... Awesome, by the way, because what an incredible collection it is. And I would keep a hold of it, actually, because in our interview with Davey, you're going to find some juicy information about Volume 1. But also, Volume 2 is just around the corner, and they're piecing it together right now. And I'm looking forward to bringing that interview to the podcast next week, guys. So there you go. That's that's in front of you. Okay, well, at this point in the podcast, I want to introduce the first of our interviews. Now, last week, I did mention to you about a new single being recorded by Methyl and District Pipe Band, along with Cameron Barnes. Cameron Barnes, of course, is a piper with the Red Hot Chili Pipers, but he's also a singer-songwriter of note. And, yes, in recent weeks, he recorded a brand new single, along with Methyl and District, from now on. And uh, it climbed the UK charts Something ordinary. I think it reached, uh, I think, number three or number two even in the UK charts here and uh, created quite a stir. You know, when you turn your radio on in the morning and there's Methyl District District playing an amazing tune. It was brilliant. So it's great to see bagpipes in the charts and what a way to celebrate a 25th anniversary. So I figured this was a great opportunity to talk to Cameron all about this incredible single and where you guys can go and get your hands on it. But when I stop... And see you here. I remember who all this was for. And from now on, these eyes will not be blinded by the lights. And from now on, what's made until tomorrow starts tonight. Tonight. How are you, Cameron? Really well. I'm good to meet yourself. The very best, the very best. Now, the reason why I'm chatting to you is because you're involved in something that's uh, created quite a stir in the bagpiping world this last while. In the UK charts, nonetheless. Do you want to tell yeah. us about this? So, Methyl and District Pipe Band, the band I grew up in, uh, they taught me bagpipes. Uh, turned 25 this year, so we wanted to do something pretty special. Uh, the band were going to have a massive party, but obviously we can't do that, so... We're not, we're not letting that kill our buzz, so we decided to do a, a lockdown video slash recording, mm-hmm. uh, and we released it yesterday, and it is sitting at number three in the UK. Downloads. That's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> and the song itself, I have to say, man, I've listened to it now until I'm near blue in the face. Uh, it's <laughs> From now on, it's incredible. It's incredible. What, why did you choose this song? Uh, in all honesty, I had a version uh, written with bagpipes. Uh, just I was kind of bored, and I thought I'd try and put bagpipes to my favourite musical. 
just to just to be fun, you know what I mean? And yeah. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. With it. I knew it was going to be. I knew it was really good, but I just didn't know who the right people were to give it to. Uh, but the Basel tattoo, we're going to use it this year. But obviously, the tattoo didn't go ahead. So Methylon District is my hometown. So it felt like the best option, and that was the best option. It was for sure, mate. So because the whole band is involved in this. Like yeah. for those folks who have seen and heard the recording, you can see all the youngsters there, like playing chanters and drum pads. It's simply brilliant. So the whole band was involved in this, then, Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. So it was current members of the band, and we invited members who played over, who have played over the last twenty five years to come and join us, and even their parents got involved. Like. <laughs> it's been a full. It's been a full family. Uh, thing is, you see, what I remember growing up in the pipe band, Rob. Right? Uh, for anybody that doesn't, are not aware of like what the pipe band community is like. It's really cl- it's a massive community, but it's, it's very very close, and everybody kind of looks after each other and has each other's back. But Methyl, growing up in that band, we became like a massive family. It was kind of weird, and twenty five years later, twenty years later, we're still the same. And this track has brought us all back together again and mate we've just had the best time doing it you know what I mean see if it never done anything if it never got any sales we were over the moon anyway like we had such a laugh making it you could see that in the video you know what I mean you could yeah for sure <laughs> our main goal was just to make, very simple just to make people smile and just bring a bit of lightheartedness uh, to the good old Facebook and I think we the kids achieved that man they've worked so hard that they nailed it man Oh, it's incredible. So the the whole goal behind this was not to achieve number one, a million sales, all of that. It was, like yeah. you say, just to make folks smile. Yeah. Have fun. It was, we want, 25 years the band's been together. We wanted to bring back, like do something special and leave a wee bit of a legacy. You know what I mean? Like that video is there for everybody. Sadly, there's been a few people passed over the years, so we wanted to do a nice memory for them at the end as well. Yeah. Uh, and my, my dad, that's quite major, he, he didn't know all the former pupils were coming back to do it. So he got a nice surprise seeing a lot of his uh, ex-pupils in the video. Like, he was, he's over the moon, mate. Ah, so, there right. you go. Yeah, I have to, I didn't know, well, he's affectionately known as Barney. Everyone knows him as Barney. I had no clue that he was involved from the very beginning. Yeah. At, yeah. At the very outset of the band, yeah. Yeah. I still remember us going to our first uh, Highland Games and none of us had the same kilts on. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I had a pair of trainers on because we couldn't get Gillibrokes. <laughs> couldn't get Gillibrokes to fit me. Oh wow! Yeah. So, but from those humble beginnings, obviously, Methylon District have had really quite numbered success over this last few years. You know, yeah, the band had a few places at the Worlds, uh, Champions of Champions, uh, the final year that I played with the band. So basically, the band was a kind of a victim of its own success. The band in Novice Juvenile went up. We got the Champions of Champions, mm-hmm. and every player went to Grade One. Yeah, <laughs> Novice Grade One. Uh, so I was straight back to the start. But it's kind of cool that this has brought all the ex-members back to the band. So Methon District next year, if season goes ahead, will be a wrecking ball. It'll be some. It'll be a band to look out for. It'll be something I, I'm sure. And folk will be going yeah. up and asking for autographs now. Following, yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go back and play in the pipe band. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Awesome stuff. There you go. That was going. To, I was going to ask you. Are yeah. you going to go and play with the band now? So fantastic. That was a deal. Everybody would come back if. Uh, if I if I made time in my wee schedule to go work, so I why not? Fantastic stuff. Yeah, I look forward to that, and I hope to see you back on the grass again, Cameron. Yeah. Now I have to ask you. Then there's been quite a reaction to the song, both from the actual actors from the musical have actually tweeted you guys as well. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah. So 
the the lady that played Hugh Jackman's uh, mother-in-law, uh, she sent a video to the band, just like saying congratulations. That she prefers that version, uh, but don't, <laughs> but don't tell Hugh. Uh, so she, I, she seen it. She loved it. I'll send you the video when we get off this. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, she was lovely. She's uh, she's on Broadway and Harry Potter and the West End. She jumps between them both, but she's just a, an absolute soul. She's amazing. There you go. Uh, and sent the band message. That's uh, amazing. The band are delighted. We get loads of messages, like lots and lots of people. The full pipe band community, uh, not just pipe band community, a lot of people, uh, the whole of five pretty much support behind it. Uh, but it's quite refreshing to see everybody supporting the kids. Oh, that's that's fantastic, and they that's need, what they need new jackets. <laughs> well, I, th- I think it, you know they might be able to afford them. I'm sure because all of the sales from this is to raise funds for the band. Yeah, every single penny. Yeah, and you know, by buying this single, you're actually helping support these kids actively. Yeah. See, the great thing about Methyl Pipe Band is, see, when they join the band, doesn't matter your, it doesn't matter your background, doesn't matter how much money you've got. When you join that band, you'll get a, given a free kit, you get given free, a free instrument, you get a set of bagpipes, you get your chanters, and the band proper uh, look after their members. Uh, so, a lot of people worry about when if they want to learn bagpipes because it's an expensive instrument. Uh, you don't have to worry about that when you join the band. They will give you a set of pipes. Uh, there you go. So it's kind of cool. The band's a charity. So the main goal is just to get as many kids learning pipes and drums as possible. hundred uh, percent. Yeah. And if anything, Cameron, you know, it can launch you to a completely, you know, a way of life for yourself. You know, you're traveling around the world, playing with the chilies, and you know, you even traveled with the band as well. You know, yeah. That's one of the that's one of the main things I've set my goal. Uh, to do in the next like few years is really just to, to promote bagpipes. It's not just people think bagpipes uh, are just like weddings, funerals, or Highland Games. Bagpipes can be so much more like worldwide. Bagpipes are loved. You know what I mean. So if you if you learn the pipes and drums, you could potentially see the world, and it could actually. So it's quite funny, right? So one of the girls uh, we learned in the band at the same time as me, she went on to be uh, the head of events at BT Murrayfield, the rugby, Scottish rugby. So wow, she's yeah. got the biggest like events job in Scotland, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she got that job because she played bagpipes, because obviously pipe bands come on, on the day. One of the boys is a lone piper at the tattoo. He's a pipe major of his regiment now. Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. Rab, the list goes on. Like, <laughs> uh, bagpipes, can, it's a discipline. It's a hard instrument to learn. So it sets you up for it sets you up for life with just like basic skills and morals and you know what I mean. It's it does indeed. It's a, cool man. it's a cool instrument. It is. It is. Now I also want to talk about uh, well your involvement obviously with the Red Hot Chili Pipers. The band have done something quite special and invited Methyl and District along to one uh, of their engagements. Tell us about this. So I the band do a sold out show every single year at the Alhambra in Fife. So it's the biggest theatre in Fife. I think it's like 3,000 capacity. So they did two shows, a morning Oof. and a, an evening. So they've invited the full band to come and play the song. So wow. the kids, mate, you can imagine. See, if I was eight-year-old and I just got told I'm going to be playing, I sold it at Alhambra. Unbelievable. Wow. They're delighted. That, that'll be incredible. Yeah. Oh, so I, if anything, Cameron, thank you. And thank you to the guys at Methon District for this incredible song. It's really, really amazing. I'm a huge yeah. fan. <laughs> thank you for having us, man. It's appreciated. Indeed. So what are your uh, you know, plans for the future then, Cameron? You know, rolling forward through 2021? So I've been writing an awful, awful lot. 
Uh, so I've got, I'm going to have music coming out in the next, hopefully, few months. I'll maybe let this rest a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to be putting out some of my own songs. As soon as the world goes back to normal, I'm going out to Nashville for a while. Oh, wow. Uh, cool. I'm going to do my two Scottish shows. I've got two Scottish shows, Aberdeen's, just about to sell out as well. So I'm doing Edinburgh, Aberdeen, and then I'm hopefully I'm going to fly to Nashville on the Monday. Uh, oh, incredible. Yeah. That's yeah, exciting, man. Yeah, good stuff. Right. Yeah, I've got to go right there for a few months and just find my way. You know what I mean? Amazing. Nah, well, keep, keep creative, mate. That's keep just bashing on and doing doing my gig. You know what I mean? That's it, indeed. And I've been. I hope the weather's a lot better there than it is here at the minute. It's Glasgow's freezing, mate. It's freezing <laughs> at the minute for sure. Uh, but Cameron, I have to say, thank you so much for taking time to chat to us, and we wish you every success in the future. Keep us posted in what you're up to, mate. And, I love uh, it. Oh, Again, yeah. thank you for such an incredible song. It's amazing. There you go. Thank you. Cheers. you have it cameron barnes there and methyl and district and if you are interested in picking up that tune of course then i would recommend that you do because it's an absolute cracker and uh yeah of course it's available on all your usual outlets like itunes amazon music all that kind of, kind of stuff where you can download your music you can also stream it on spotify as well and every sale every stream all of that sort of stuff all goes towards helping support the band there you are so go help support your fellow pipers and drummers and enjoy some incredible music there. There you go. Thank you so much for Cameron there for taking time to chat to us there. That was awesome. All right, moving on to our next news story. Uh, shout out to Kilmarnock Schools Pipe Band, actually, who had a little bit of a bittersweet farewell. Yes, they're saying cheerio to their pipe major, Graham Drummond. Graham Drummond, of course, pipe sergeant of shots. Uh, we spoke to on the show here before. Graham is actually stepping down from his role as pipe major of Kilmarnock Schools. He's actually going to be taking up a brand new position now with West Lothian Schools Pipe Band. So the band, obviously, in Kilmarnock are very sorry to see him go and they've put up a very emotional and heartfelt, you know, goodbye to Graham. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's quite a bit of a tearjerker, I suppose. Whenever you read this post, obviously, they're very sad to see Graham go. But in the same regard, uh, they're wishing him all the very best when he, in his new position there at West Lothian. So ourselves in the Big Rab Show, we want to wish you good speed, Graham. We do wish you the very best, mate, in your new appointment at West Lothian. And, uh, yeah, keep in contact with us and let us know how that goes for you, mate. And uh, also, if we do hear any news about the new appointed uh, pipe, ma- pipe major for Kilmarnock, we'll definitely let you know. But if, as far as I know, there's no announcement at the moment. We're just waiting on who will fill the shoes. There you are. All right. Swiftly moving on, I want to give you a little bit of a shameless plug for a gig that's happening online. This is called CCM Live and it's happening February 26th through to the 28th. And guys, the lineup for this is just ridiculous. Yeah, this is all going to be broadcast live from Glasgow and the lineup includes... Now, where do you get this? This is insane. You have Blazing Fiddles, you have Nos. Imar, Jenna Reed, Rura, Siobhan Miller, and Talisk. 
Oh my god! Okay, now if you don't know who any of those bands are, uh, well, I can tell you now, you need to buy tickets for this, alright? If you listen to Aurora episode, that's worth the purchase of a ticket on its own to hear these guys blazing up the stage. But some bands that I really enjoy watching, Talisk, absolutely fantastic. Nos as well. Oh my god, can't get enough of them. Uh, so yeah, I'm definitely buying a ticket for this. And this is how my rule of thumb goes. If I'm going to get a ticket, then you guys should get a ticket too. So there you go. Now also included in this, we have a Finnish band called Frigg. Yeah, I'm not swearing. That's actually a word or a name of a band. Uh, so also you have the multi-award winning Canadian Roots duo of Madison Violet. Now apparently Madison Violet are really quite famous. I'm sorry, but because I'm involved more in the piping scene than the root scene, I don't really know who Madison Violet are, so forgive me. Uh, but for more information, of course, go to ccmlive.co.uk and then you can get all your tickets there. There are nine acts over three nights. What an incredible weekend, packed full of music. And guys, I, I just don't know, you know, you need to get tickets for this, all right? So 26th to the 28th of February, Go and grab your tickets for this. So, And then the week before that, you've got the Kids With Cancer event. So you've got two weekends crammed full of music there, guys. Absolutely incredible. All right. So you've got your recommendation. That honestly has the Big Rab Show seal of approval right there. There you go. I've just given it there now. And if you guys buy tickets and you end up hating the show, then you can send me dog's abuse on Weekly Drum. There you go. (laughs) All right. I have to read a little bit of news that kind of... Yeah, didn't want to read on the show. It's really quite tragic. I have to give a shout this week to the very sad passing to Jimmy McIntosh, MBE. A lot of you guys, of course, in the United States will know exactly who I'm talking about. Jimmy sadly passed away this week and uh, he will be sorely missed by all in the bagpiping scene, especially those who learnt from him. He was known as a poet of Peabrook and he was a bit of a piping legend. He lived life the same way as the structure of the music that he loved. So now he's returned to the final ground. And ourselves here on The Big Rab Show, we honestly, we wish every sympathy to the Macintosh family, all of his friends, loved ones and colleagues. Uh, Yeah, it's a very, very sad time. And on his passing, we've seen numerous reports online from lots of pipers from around the world who were, you know paying their condolences and, you know, just kind of telling old stories about how Jimmy uh, was the sole reason they got into Peabrook music in the first place. He was an incredibly passionate man who was heavily involved in the bagpiping scene and taught and influenced thousands of players in the piping scene. So it is with a heavy heart that we have to recognise his passing. And like I said, to everyone who is missing Jimmy at this time, Honestly, we pass on our sincerest condolences. Okay, moving on to our next news story. I have to point you in the direction of an article that was published in bagpipe.news. Now, this wasn't really an article, it was a blog post. But it's really created quite a stir in the piping scene. This one was published by a guy called Hamish Muir. Now, I'm sure you guys all know who that is. Hamish actually wrote quite a lengthy blog post talking about what is proper piping. And the actual title of this article, uh, or blog post, it reads, It Might Lead to Dancing. 
Now, I'm not going to sit here and quote from the blog post or read it to you in that regard. I'm going to point you at the article and ask you to go and check it out. Honestly, it's worth five minutes of your time. It's quite lengthy. But I have to say, the content of this blog post really is food for thought. And chances are this could be a possible topic of the week. There is an ongoing debate at the moment in the piping scene. What is proper piping? Is it competing in an MSR? Is it playing at the Glenfiddich and playing your Peabrook? Absolutely, Grace, no perfect. Or is proper piping even playing in the folk band and playing in Cayley halls and dance halls and stuff? Is that proper piping as well? There is an ongoing argument that all forms of bagpiping are proper. And yes, competitive piping and drumming is what we know and love, obviously, but it's not the be-all and end-all. And just because you're not involved in competition in any way, say you're involved in a service band or a Celtic or folk band, and you play bagpipes, does that mean that you're not a proper piper if you don't compete? Hmm, I hear a possible topic of the week coming on. But yes, I would urge you, go along and check out that article. We've shared it out on our social media a few times now, actually. We've been trying to urge all of you guys to go and check it out. Um, So go and have a look at it. It's by Hamish Muir and it's called It Might Lead to Dancing. It's an incredibly interesting uh, take on the piping scene and its current state. Honestly, guys, go and have a read at it. That's all I'm really going to say. I I was thinking there for a second I would quote from it, but I won't. I don't want to spoil it. Honestly, I don't want to even tarnish your own kind of viewpoint on it. Go and have a look at it and draw your own conclusions. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) So thank you so much to Hamish, actually. It is a quite incredibly well-written blog, and I would really urge you to go and check it out. There you are. Okay, now looking forward to bagpiping in New Zealand. Actually, the Nationals are coming up, and we've seen a little bit of news that reached the press there not too long ago, saying that a record number of pipers uh, will be heard in March at Hawke's Bay. Yes, as they host the National Bagpiping Pipe Band Championships, which is absolutely brilliant, by the way. Apparently, there's about 47 bands in total that are entered, and they were expecting more bands from Australia. I think they were looking six bands from Australia overall, uh, but I think they've gradually been pulling out as, you know, as borders and that have been becoming more strict between Australia and New Zealand. So they're expecting around 1,500 band members in total and uh, probably around the same number of supporters and that will probably travel with them. So really excited for this actually. So yeah, looking forward to the Nationals and uh, don't worry, we will let you know as it's it's happening if there's any live streaming details as yet. We haven't heard anything yet. Um, But yes, it will be happening March 19th to the 20th, both days. And uh, we're dead excited for this. 47 bands in total. At a national championships, that's not bad. And so, yeah, I'm just insanely jealous. <laughs> All right, full disclosure. Yeah, oh, so jealous. But also so happy at the same time to see that the piping scene there in New Zealand is still thundering along strong as ever. It's fantastic. So who knows, hopefully the rest of the world, the rest of the globe, will be back on the grass before we know it and enjoying our own national championships. <clears throat> Hashtag worlds in August. Uh, We'll have to wait and see. (laughs) Controversial. So, yeah. So there you go. March 19th and 20th is the New Zealand Nationals. And as we get more details, of course, about who has entered, who's drawn what, and where you can actually go and watch this thing, if you can at all, then we'll let you know right here in the podcast for sure. Now, 
Moving on to our next news story, I have to give a little plug to Ali Lavac. Now, for those of you who know who Ali Lavac is, of course, from Project Smoke, uh, we did mention him on last week's show. Well, he put out a little cryptic announcement there this past week on his social media saying that he's releasing a new single. Yeah, just for the weekend. He's releasing it on Friday. So for those of you who are Ali Lavac fans, then go and check out his social media. He's releasing a brand new single, and that's about as much as we know about it. There's been no teaser clips, nothing like that. So, yeah, Ali Lavac fans, keep an eye out. Brand new single dropping this weekend. Going to be very exciting stuff. Looking forward to that. Okay, I have to mention also about a big announcement that dropped this week. Uh, the Bonnie Music Memorial Invitation uh, invitational piping competition and recital will be happening on February 13th. There you go. So Tartan Town and the BC Pipers Association are pleased to announce that the 2021 online Bonnie Music Memorial event to raise funds for the brain cancer research for the BC Cancer Foundation will be held online Saturday, February 13th. Now, we haven't actually seen the lineup yet. Hmm. But apparently you will be able to see this all online, along with interviews from the players and as long with medical professionals as well, who will be obviously taking receipt of any funds that are raised. So this will be happening the 13th of Feb, and you can go and search for all your ticket information, of course, uh, through either Tartantown or the BC Pipers Association uh, social media. You can find all the details up there now. So as we know more information getting closer to the time, or perhaps after it at this point, because it's now the 10th, we still don't know exactly who's exact, who's going to be playing at it. Um, so, yeah, we haven't got the entry or none of that yet, so... We'll have to wait and see for that one. So there you go. The Bonnie Music Memorial Invitation happening this weekend, actually. Yeah, February 13th. What a romantic way to spend Valentine's Day. (laughs) Okay, I have to give a little mention to the city of Melbourne Highland Pipe Band, who, again, was making us all here in the UK feel incredibly jealous because you all had a huge outdoor practice. And you were uploading photographs of it as well just to show off. So shout out to the city of Melbourne. It's great to see you guys back on the grass again playing tunes. Awesome stuff. Great to see. Great to see. All right. I'll have to give a little plug. Wouldn't be me if I wasn't plugging stuff. But yeah, did you guys listen to the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast this past week? Yeah, they've dropped episode 8 this past week. And uh, Stephen and the guys managed to interview quite a legend in the piping scene, Stephen McWhorter. Yeah, now this interview was carried out by Gary Nimmo, of course, and guys, what an incredible conversation, chatting away to Stephen McWhorter, getting all of his, you know, grassroots, how he got started, as to all of his preparation for world solos, also all of his work in teaching in schools, and, you know, how he sees things panning out over the course of the pandemic, quite an incredible interview, go and have a listen to it. So it's episode 8 of the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast. It's up there now. And uh, yeah, go and hang out with Stephen McWhorter for an hour. It's a really fascinating conversation. Well worth a listen. There you are. Now, I have to give another little plug to the Vale of Athol Pipe Band, who just had their junior competition that was held online this past week. And they've now since published all of the results. Now, far be it for me to read a hashtag list, but you can go and check out the full list of all the winners of who won what, of course, on Bagpipe News. That's how where you go and get it. We've shared out all the details, of course, of who won everything. And I'm not going to read a list. Nope, not going to do it. 
Uh, but yeah, shout out to all of the winners who picked up prizes at the Vale of Athol Juniors. Congratulations to everyone who took part. Um, from what I've read and from what I've heard so far, standards were, again, ridiculously high because everyone seems to be at home practising at the moment, <laughs> at the junior level specifically. So there you go. Well done, everyone. Uh, fantastic stuff. Okay, I have to give an announcement then from Bucksburn and District. Yes, Bucksburn and District had a little bit of a surprise announcement of a brand new lead drummer. Yeah, Nicky Gibson actually decided to step down as lead tipper of, of Bucksburn. Uh, so Nicky stepped down and it all came as a bit of a shock. But as a result, then the band then swiftly appointed Scott Black as the brand new lead tipper with immediate effect. Uh, originally from Livingston, Scott now joins Bucksburn and with 24 years of pipe band drumming experience under his belt. So uh, well fit for the role. I think the band is real dead excited to start working with Scott, who will also be involved, as well as their great two band, is also going to be involved with the novice juvenile players as well. And uh, yeah, just we're dead excited. Whenever Scott was asked for a statement, he said, This is an exciting time for me, taking on a new challenge at Bucksburn. There is a lot of good talent within the band, and I'm excited to get started and build on this. So, yeah, there you go. Sounds pretty exciting. So, the pipe major, Jamie, uh, he also said the same. He also, you know, gave his personal thanks to Nicky Gibson and, you know, respected him for standing down and thanked him for all of his help throughout the years. But also, yeah, yeah. Give a massive shout to Scott and said he's excited to work with him. So that's very exciting development, actually. So we want to wish, wish Scott the very best of luck. And, uh, yeah, there's a road ahead of you, sir. We can't wait to see Bucksburn back on the grass again. So, yeah, wishing you the very best of luck there, Scott. Okay, now before we get into this week's topic, I have to give a special mention to good friend of the show, Andrew O'Sullivan. Now, I know Andrew never misses an episode and he sent us in some voicemails in the past. Uh, but Andrew... Has he's hit a huge milestone? He has reached day four hundred of playing his bagpipes in a row without missing. That's four hundred days of playing pipes without missing a single day. That's incredible. That's honestly amazing. So well done, Andrew. So proud of you, mate. And that's quite an achievement. Four hundred days without missing a single day. That's awesome. Absolutely awesome. So well done. Uh, so yeah, he celebrated this by publishing a video of him playing uh, a, a bunch of strapes and that online on social media. So yeah, go and give Andrew some big round of applause. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, and some congratulations. Four hundred days of playing. Awesome stuff. There you go. All right, guys. Now before we get into this week's topic of the week, I uh, yeah, I'm going to direct you towards the TikTok app. Now, I'm going to do that for a good reason, because the next person we're going to be speaking to on this week's podcast is uh, she's a little bit of a TikTok legend. Yeah, she's, oh, thousands and thousands of followers, and we get to chat to her all about the bagpiping side of TikTok. Now, ourselves on the Big Rab Show, we actually have a TikTok account now. Yeah, we just opened it this past week. <laughs> so, yeah, if you would like to go and help... Uh, I don't know, follow us over there on TikTok. At the minute, we're just publishing pipe band videos. We're not doing anything else. Uh, but that's what we want to do. We want to bring more piping and drumming to TikTok. So if you are a TikToker, then have a search for us, Big Rab Show, and give us a wee follow. And uh, yeah, hopefully you'll get a pipe band video every day. Uh, hopefully, with a bit of luck. No promises. <laughs> Random content. Uh, but there you go. Go and check us out. Big Rab Show on TikTok. Uh, I think we've got like 100-odd followers now at this point. And we've only just really started. So, yeah, we're building. We're building. 
But that's our that's our uh, view anyway, that we want to bring more piping and drumming content to TikTok. And less of this old dancing around and lip syncing to pop videos and stuff. Nah, nah. More piping and drumming, I reckon. Yep. Well, speaking of piping and drumming and TikTok, then, yeah, you're going to want to hang around for this week's topic of the week. So, it's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits, and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range, launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBA. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. LoneStarPiper.com Your one-stop shop for all of your piping and drumming needs. Thanks to the continued support of their friends and customers throughout the years, Lone Star Piper is now the official retailer for R.G. Hardy in the United States of America. From custom hand-sewn Gaelic-themed kilts and uniforms to R.G. Hardy and Henderson bagpipes, LoneStarPiper.com has you covered from head to toe. With R.G. Hardy's extensive line of products, they have everything you need to be successful on or off the grass. If you have any questions about any of the products they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com, helping champions look and sound their best. McClellan Bagpipes, from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan, from Euston, Scotland. They adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter, plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Ah, yes indeed, topic of the week time, and this week we get talking to quite a legend in the TikTok scene. Now for those of you who aren't aware of the TikTok app, then prepare to be educated. The TikTok app uh, seems to be quite a new sensation on the social media front. I think it's been going now for over a year now, Uh, but some people on here can really amass quite a following. Now, the videos on there can last anywhere between 15 seconds long all the way up to 60 seconds. And then it ends. So TikTok is made for people with an incredibly short attention span. And if you don't catch that person's attention within the first two to three seconds, then chances are they'll just flick to the next video. And that's the whole idea of TikTok, is that you just flick, 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 flick through all these videos. Now, 
that was my understanding of it. Whenever I first downloaded the app and thought, ah, it's locked down, I'm bored, I'll download something here and have a play with it. And that's exactly what I did. Downloaded TikTok, found it was full of people dancing and uh, doing food challenges and stuff and lip syncing to movies. And then I discovered the bagpiping side of TikTok. Yeah, now of course, Stu or Stuart from the Up to the Line Pipe Band podcast, he was on there piping up a storm and he still is in fact he's over there bagpiping his head off it's brilliant to see and of course we heard from him earlier in the show Cameron Barnes he's on TikTok as well we also have a Kerr McQuillan is on there drumming away like a champion we had Rachel Tom on there as well quite a lot of drumming content on there so I've discovered that there's a whole new side to TikTok which is all piping and drumming and there's pipers drummers musicians all around the world who are all collaborating and making videos together I've kind of dabbled in this myself you know I've lifted the pad and sticks played a few marches fuster spays and stuff and pipers have joined in it's been a lot of fun but I have nowhere near the following of our next guest yeah I have to introduce someone who I call the queen of bagpiping TikTok yeah, this week we're talking to Alison Crowley Duncan. So, welcome to the podcast. Quite a familiar face to those who use the app called TikTok. And I've been calling you the queen of TikTok for quite a while. Welcome to Alison Crowley Duncan. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Good. Very well, thanks. And if anything, our audience might well know you as Piper Alley on yes. TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, a fitting for what I'm doing. Indeed, and now we'll talk more about that and the whole TikTok thing and everything that's been a bit crazy. But first of all, we want to introduce our audience to who you are. Uh, a lot of them out there might not know who you are, so do you want to give a bit of a background then to your own plan? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I guess uh, who I am is a nutshell. Um, I'm 25. I'm an American. Uh, some people are surprised to find that out when they hear me speaking in my videos, um, but I am born and, you know, bred here in the Americas. Um, I'm from New York, so upstate New York. I've uh, played with a few bands up here. We can go a little bit deeper into the piping side of my history. But I started playing pipes when I was 14, and they were actually my seventh instrument. So music, wow. I'm, I'm a musician and a bagpiper. It's part of my um, music career and my walk, my walk of life with music. So it kind of came along later in the process um, and has taken over as they often do. Uh, Many can relate to that. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. So why bagpipes though? You know, you do play a multitude of other instruments, but what, what made you pick up the pipes? Well, um, my mother's side is Irish, very Irish um, and has always, you know, introduced Celtic music into my childhood, my grandma actually was on a radio show, and they were Celtic. So it, it's always been a part of my life, the Celtic side of it. But when I was 12, my stepdad legally adopted me, and his family is Scottish. Um, still American, but genetically Scottish. Mm. They're, the, they're the Duncans. That's where that name comes from. And my grandma introduced me to a lot of our family's history and the heritage. She showed me the tartan and the crest and everything. She did a good job. And it kind of just happened. You know, when you think of a Scottish instrument, bagpipes just are the obvious, (laughs) the obvious next step. And I wanted to step outside of the box of your traditional like clarinet, saxophone and flute. And I wanted to do something a bit more unique. And so bagpipes found their way to me. There you go. Yeah. Now, 
I'm going to kind of sing your praises here because you're not just your standard run-of-the-mill bagpiper that would play at a St. Patrick's Day. You're actually a world champion. Now, do you want to tell us a bit about your piping kind of pedigree, your bands that you've played with, all of that? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, I started with a youth band in my area. We used to be known as the Scotia Glenville Pipe Band. Well, Scotia um, Glenville. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um, I started with them again when I was 14. And then just a year later, I was in the grade five band competing. Um, and so they had a really, really great beginner program. It was very much, I mean, I teach there now. So I mean, it's still pretty, still pretty alive. But like, um, it was this band students teaching and the bagpipe students teaching the chanter students, and we all kind of formed these bonds and relationships. And it became really involved and very fun. And it's something you wanted to do. And so we went to the Worlds two years after I started, when I was 16. And we were novice juvenile. And we actually won the Worlds. It was my first time over in Scotland, let alone at the World Pipe Band Championships. <laughs> and so for my first big outing as a bagpiper to be winning the World Championships with these people who I loved so much, it just... What a start. <laughs> what a start to the piping That's pretty career. pretty huge, yeah. Not many folks can say that. <laughs> no, no. And I was so fortunate to have amazing teachers. Maureen Connor, Andrew Douglas was still around with the youth band then. So I got to have all of his expertise as well. Um, I branched off and worked with Donald Lindsay. He was my solo p uh, teacher for quite, quite a few years. And then um, Dan Cole, um, I branched off with him when he made the youth band and adult band. Um, I did step away for a little while from the community in my area and played with the Stuart Highlanders in grade two. I did that right after um, we won the Worlds. And so that was a huge, huge step for me, you know, commuting to practices, being a 16-year-old, <laughs> still being in high school yeah. and involved with all of my other music ensembles. I still actively during this time played clarinet and saxophone and I sang and was in orchestras and wind ensembles <laughs> so busy, I, was, yeah. <laughs> I was very busy <laughs> very busy so um it was incredible but very overwhelming and so I think that is where I decided to step away from band and refocus myself more on solos so I ended up walking through um the grade levels in you know our system over here grade four, three, two, and one. Mm -hmm. um, I went a, a grade level per year when I started. <laughs> and then I just mm -hmm. kind of paused in grade one for a little while because um, I stopped competing actively and mm -hmm. focused more on highlighting the bagpipes as a musical instrument the way I do piano and voice. They are heart. Yeah. So, so Quite a lot to say. Sorry. <laughs> no, not at all. You're quite okay. Because um, your musical history is really quite storied. So, you know, you do have this wealth of experience behind you. You know, that's what I'm trying to put across here. Because what we're going to talk about um, next, TikTok. These videos last between 15 to 60 seconds. And, uh, you know, you don't get to tell the full story in that. No. <laughs> No, and this feels so foreign and um, like such a gift to be able to just keep talking. I have to like constantly be censoring myself and be like, oh, nope. you can't delete that. You have to. <laughs> Cut <laughs> off before the timer runs out. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's what I do. <laughs> I swear these like 45 second videos that I'm putting out, I spend 20 minutes doing them because it'll cut me off at the end of a sentence. <sighs> I'll have there to redo the whole thing. 
but... So to explain to folks then who don't use the app TikTok, I kind of use it kind of like a, I don't know, it passes like half an hour for me, just flick, 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 flick. It's like someone who doesn't have an attention span can just flick to the next video really quick. And then what always happens to me, I'm flicking through, somebody's dancing about, somebody's lip syncing to a Madonna song, and then suddenly, bagpipes, there's Alison. <laughs> and it comes out of the blue. Uh, now, you've amassed 122,000 followers on TikTok. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it is insane. <laughs> it's something I still, like that number, like it doesn't feel like a real number. So I'm just going to nod my head and say yes. I just agree. Yeah, it's absolutely huge. Now, I have to yeah. ask you, what has been your experience with amassing this following and playing bagpipes? What's the reception been like? Um, I would say predominantly positive. Over, actually, overwhelmingly positive. I've been getting so many touching. You know, we get this on a, on a reasonable scale. As bagpipers, we get like, oh, this reminds me of when I lost this loved one. And thank you for giving this gift to me. Um, we also get, you know, oh, I've wanted to do this forever. It's all of the things I've always heard, but on the scale of 122,000. Yeah. And it's it's so much. Like, I swear, I, I do look at all of my comments, all of them. <laughs> and I just, like, scroll through, <laughs> scroll through, scroll through, waiting to find stuff. There is the occasional hate comment, um, which I've learned to deal with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, of course, we get that in real life, too. It's It's really nothing that I've never gotten in person it's just every day multiple times a day that we're that i'm getting these comments of of praise or criticism um yeah. but it's been good it's been good so far it's bound to be a lot like it's bound to be overwhelming you know that amount of people viewing your content all the time it's yeah it is bound to be a lot you know it is it's weird to consider being perceived millions of times um yeah. <laughs> so i try not to think about that part (laughs) because I'm just doing this from my house. I've been in isolation as many of us have been for a year. Um, (laughs) And so I've been perceived by nobody until TikTok. (laughs) I have to ask then, you did mention the hate comments and I have to say you're an absolute master when it comes to dealing with them Uh, because (laughs) obviously us in the piping world are well used to dealing with the Okay, let's just call them idiots, shall we? You know, the guys who say, oh, what's a, what do you wear under your kilt? And, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you've had to deal with that, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, we all have, yes. Um, but you know what? It's, it's those moments that I hated so much, you know, growing up in the piping community. Those from the, It's not from people in the community either. It's usually people on the outside who are just excited to be there, and they let yeah. that excitement take over. And they're like, oh, what's under there? Or, oh, my God, that's the worst instrument I've ever heard. Or, yeah. of course, being a young woman go- growing up in piping, like, oh, you can't be doing that. You shouldn't be playing that instrument or wearing that type of kilt or things like that. That's yeah. a man's instrument. And I'm now grateful for those comments because it really prepared me for this Mm. massive scale of people, um, you know, exposing those ideals um, and sharing that information with me. Um, So it doesn't really bother me anymore. Truly. It just, it's another person being 
brave online. That's it. The keyboard warrior, I think we call it. Keyboard them. warrior. Yeah. So you have, and now we are going to be talking about this on a future Big Rab show, but you have experienced some degree of sexism. Like you say, some people have said, well, you're a woman and you're playing bagpipes. What's that all about? But I have to say some of your responses are just perfect. And I would direct anyone <laughs> to go and look at Alison's TikTok to see some of her responses. They're just brilliant. And so yeah, I do like to share. <laughs> is this something that you actively work on? Do you know what I mean? To deal with the, the haters and people like that? Um, is it something that I have to actively work on? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a little bit. I do need to calm myself down every now and then. Um, cause I can get a little hot headed about people telling me what I can and can't do as I'm sure any man, man, woman, anybody would sure. experience, you know, people trying to limit you because of some aspect about your being. Yeah. Uh, nobody wants that. <laughs> nobody no. wants that. Um, but yeah, it's something that I've dealt with in real life and online. Um, and so I've just kind of adapted. Um, and again, the love outweighs the hate for sure. I think more people are excited to see a young woman playing the bagpipes um, than they are angered by it. So yeah. I try to direct my focus more toward the young women who I'm inspiring, like the young women who've uh, reached out to me and want to start taking lessons and um, people who are like, you know what? I bought my daughter a practice chanter because I didn't realize that girls could do this. But now that I see you, exactly. why not? So yeah. I like to think that by putting up with it and by training myself to kind of ignore some of those comments, um, I'm making more of a positive impact than I am experiencing a negative one. So. Totally, totally, Alison. I have to agree. And that's been a lot of, you know, what I've seen on your own profile is that a lot of people are going, hey, I'm in lockdown. I'm going to try this. This looks like yeah. fun. And you actually are involved in online tuition. So you can actually say, well, if you want to try it, then here's my details to go and take lessons. So how has your online tuition been going at the moment? It has been going great. I have um, a couple students. I'm starting with a new student tomorrow and a new student on Monday. Um, I've been teaching for years and years and years. Um, I had three of my own bagpipe students um, virtual through the pandemic. So it's not like it's new. It's just, again, bigger. Yeah, just <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> bigger. And so I need to figure out what I'm going to do, actually, because um, more and more people, as I continue to post and to grow on there, are going to want instruction. So I have to kind of brainstorm another option for people because I'm just not going to have the time with all of my other things coming up um, to continue taking on more and more students. So I'm going to start reaching out to some people who have also been doing really well with online teaching and see if they need anybody. There you go. Ah, so watch this space. Yeah, you could start yeah. your own piping school. There you go. Uh, it could be a virtual piping school, nonetheless. <laughs> Connect all the greatest, all the greatest teachers out there, all the up and coming virtual instructors, and there you go. Start a network. Yeah, send me an email. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask you then. Obviously, with your TikTok fame, also on Insta as well. You've been doing really well on Instagram with over. Yeah, my Instagram, I've. I haven't been actively trying to grow it, but it just doubled. I think it's the dogs. It's the pictures of your beautiful dogs. Man. You know what? They do have their own Instagram account. Oh, do they? Wow. Oh, yeah, it's I'm, in well, bio. There you go. I'm going to follow Allison's dogs now. They're good <laughs> dogs. <laughs> so they would love it. Beautiful. Every time I yeah. get a new follower for them, I give them an extra treat. So There you go. I'll have to get all that. <laughs> Um, so going forward then, obviously with the development of your social media presence, still, you know, being a positive influence in the piping scene, 
how do you see yourself running forward then through the rest of 2021? Well, I have a lot of big plans. Um, I do want to emphasize that my overall goal is um, to get the bag. This has been my goal forever (laughs) is Mm -hmm. to get the bagpipes to be viewed as a musical instrument the same way all of the other instruments are. Um, I feel like especially here in America, um, and I see this a lot in my comments too, it's all meant in in jest. Like it's not supposed to be um, offensive at all, but a lot of my comments are about, oh, I've seen this in reference to this joke. Um, And it's like, this reminds me of this joke now. You know, people's perception of the bagpipes are from um, Ross Geller trying to play the bagpipes in Friends or... There's iCarly for my generation. Um, yep, <laughs> this yep. is Briggs trying to play. And again, trying <laughs> to play. It's it's this joke that bagpipes are never to be sounding good and that they're just a joke. Yeah. Um, and it's not true. I mean, I know I don't have to tell you guys. It's speaking to the choir, but um, my goal is to show a different side of bagpipes and even a different side of bagpipes than the piping community puts out. Because mm. um, I feel like the piping community can be kind of niche sometimes. Um, and yeah. so I really want to bring bagpipes into the light that I would with any other instrument that I play. Um, I catch really myself. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I catch myself sometimes um, limiting myself when I don't need to be um, with the bagpipes. Like, oh, I can't really do that because I can't tune with you. Like, I can't tune in that key. But I've yeah. realized mm-hmm. now that I kind of like open my mind and am trying to collab with other musicians on TikTok mm-hmm. that I'm really able to do a lot more than I even thought I could. So just by pushing boundaries. Exactly. Yeah. Pushing boundaries. Indeed. Exactly. So no, I, I'm 100% about that. Yeah. We've been talking on the Rab Show now for years that we should be more outreaching rather than looking inwards. Sometimes we do yeah. spend a lot of time looking inward towards our own selves in the piping scene. Uh, that's what I do. I talk about it all the time. Uh, but, some, yeah. you know, we should be reaching out more to the, you know, the rock musicians, the hip hop artists, you know, and perhaps, hey, you want to throw bagpipes in there, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, why not? Saxophone has made an appearance in pop culture. Um, trumpet has, and not as a joke, just as like a little riff here and there. And that's yeah. absolutely doable. And I know it's something that some bands have done in the past, but even still, like, that's its own like Dropkick Murphys, Corn, like it's still its own niche thing. Like why does it have to be even the Red Hot Chili Papers? Like I love the Red Hot Chili Papers. Um, But like, why not just like a little bit? Like why why hasn't any big name artist like just put a little bit of bagpipes in there, not become a bagpipe band, but just like, boop. Yeah, just sprinkle it in there. Yeah, just a little bit of flavor, a little bit Mm -hmm. of spice. So (laughs) that's my goal. In my lifetime, I'd love to see that. Next Taylor Swift album, Bagpipes. Wow. They, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Oh Taylor Swift with Bagpipes. Wouldn't that be brilliant, though? Start tagging her in my comments. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be incredible. Uh, so even though I have to say, you did mention it a few times on social media that you are actually in the production of a brand new album. Alison, do you want to I tell am. us a bit about this? Yes. So um, this is something that I've been wanting to do for uh years (laughs) years and years i studied music in college and that's when i realized that i wanted to be a performer not just a teacher um it's absolutely my passion um and so i have a whole recording studio i'm sitting in it now 
um, and that I've put together over the course of the pandemic. I also met um, an audio engineer on TikTok who started his own record label and mixing and mastering studio just recently. And wow. we're going to be working together on this. Um, so it's, it's called War Moose Studios. Um, so you'll be seeing a lot of that on my account. Uh, it's really hard trying to mix and master your own things as well as perform and put it together. Yeah. And so he has been a huge help for me. And he's also going to be learning bagpipes. So even more collaboration and spreading yeah. the love. Um, but yeah, I'm going to re uh, record bagpipe music in the context of kind of like indie pop music, the kind of stuff that I listen to. Right, so nice. it'll be piano, guitar, vocals, bagpipes, just kind of mixed all together in one package that can be delivered out into the world. Oh, um, I'm brilliant. very early stage in the album, very early, still writing. Um, <laughs> but I have some teasers and things planned um, to help promote it. Um, I have a concert that I'm planning, a virtual concert. That's going to be the weekend after St. Patrick's Day, so March 20th. Right. Uh, and it's going to be at 1 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> so I don't, various time zones, I'm sure, have you have in your uh, listener yeah. base yeah. there. Mm -hmm. But there's going to be that. And I'm also going to be performing uh, on the virtual, um, the virtual event for Tartan Week, yes. New York City's Tartan Week. Mm -hmm. um, the president reached out to me, and we're going to plan something for April. So I have a lot of big things coming up, but I'm going to put together an arrangement, um, like a single, to launch for both of those events. Wow. And so it'll be a little taste of what is to come for the album. Oh, fantastic. I can't wait for this now. Absolutely brilliant. It's going to be fun. I'm yeah. very excited. You'll have to keep us posted, Alison. We might not get you back, actually, on the show again, you know, to talk all about oh, the album. Oh, that'd be great. Maybe get a few tracks sneaked onto the air. You never know. Uh, that'd be brilliant. Not opposed. <laughs> Not opposed at all. <laughs> so, yeah, for folks who have never seen you before on TikTok or any other social media, for that matter, do you want to promote your stuff? Where can folks go and check out your plan? Absolutely. So... Um, on TikTok, I am Piper.Ally, A-L-L-Y, um, but I'm also Piper.Ally on Instagram, and so I have a lot of similar content. Um, I, I repost a lot of stuff from TikTok there. Um, I post a lot of Instagram stories where I will take questions and chat a little bit um, and updates and things like that because I can't do that on TikTok. Um, but I also have my Facebook page where I have tons. I did... Um, hour-long live streams every week at the beginning yes. of the pandemic yeah. and so those are all posted on my facebook page which is facebook.com slash allison music mm -hmm. so a-l-l-y-s-o-n so i have everything there um i do have a youtube account which is linked on all of those but i don't have anything up there of substance yet that you can't already find um but i'm thinking of posting some compilations and when i get music out and the singles out they're going to go up there as well there you go. so a lot so, of all the platforms <laughs> you've been incredibly busy this last while and i think i can talk for the rest of the piping folk here in the piping scene thank you uh for all of your work that obviously oh. throwing the bagpipes out there in such a positive light it's fantastic to see so keep up your great work well thank you so much i mean the piping community has given me so much um and i realize that i'm not 
necessarily representing the piping community um, as much as I am representing the bagpipe itself. But I, yeah. I hope it makes a positive impact um, as we move forward in the future. I hope we get a wave of um, new, young, <laughs> excited players uh, who want to help us evolve and grow um, I've listened to a couple of your other episodes and Uh-oh. talking about the future of, <laughs> um, I know, gosh, Rob, um, no, I'm here. It's okay. But, um, talking about the future, everybody seems to, you know, want to talk about how the piping community is going to have to change. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and unless we can appeal to the times and unless we can appeal to the youth and the people who are going to help bring us forward, uh, there's not really a way. And so I think that is probably um, one of the biggest advantages that I I feel like I have being on social media right now with the bagpipes is exposure all over the world. And there are a lot of really talented and bright people who can help us with trying to put together virtual competitions and networking and things like that and trying to improve as Mm -hmm. we adapt to our new world. Totally. It's all about the next generation of players coming through, you know, and it's not always about stuffy MSRs. (laughs) Sometimes it can be rocking out on stage with your favorite band, you know, and yeah. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I love an MSR. I do. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's nice to break them apart sometimes and show how beautiful they can really become. That's it indeed, yeah. yeah. Well, Alison, I wish you every success in the future, even though you've already had a great storied success already. Uh- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so very much. Who knows what the future is going to bring? Hopefully nothing but good. Indeed. So hopefully we'll have you back on a future show to talk about your album and everything. Uh, so this will not be the last we'll see of Alison on the Big Rap Show, folks. So thank you so much Thanks. for taking time of to course. chat to us, Alison, and we'll hopefully catch up with you again soon. Take care. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye. And there you go. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Thank you so much there to Alison for chatting to us there. Or as we know her, Piper Alley on TikTok. It's absolutely brilliant to hear from her. And yeah, a lot of exciting stuff to come in the in the next few weeks, few months. Yeah, a lot of new music and that to look forward to. So hopefully we will have her back on a future podcast to chat all about it. Exciting stuff. So yes, you can go and purchase tickets for her upcoming live concert. You can just go and find her on social media. It's Alison Crowley Duncan Music. I think we've shared it out on social media quite a lot this last while. Or of course, you can go and find her on TikTok where she's constantly bagpiping all the time, churning out tune after tune. It's simply brilliant. A wealth of content over there. So yeah, if you're not a TikToker, then I hope you weren't completely lost in the conversation. But honestly, go and check it out. Even if you just want to have a look at the piping and drumming, there's quite a wealth of it on there now. Uh, used to be there wasn't whenever it first started, but it's gradually building now. There is a whole community of pipers and drummers over there, both from a competitive nature, from a service band pr- perspective. Also, a lot of trad musicians are on there too. And you get ages like me who are podcasters who break out the sticks every now and again you know (laughs) so yeah go and check it out lots of great music to be had on there on tiktok and a massive thank you to alison for chatting to us here on the podcast and uh yeah we'll hopefully have her back on a future show to chat all about the exciting music to come Okay, guys, well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thank you so much for downloading this week and each and every week. And again, like I said with every show, if you'd like to help support us, you can. Go over there to Patreon, click on support, and every click really does mean the world to us. Plus, you get your hands on tons of extra piping and drumming content, lots of exclusive videos, exclusive interviews, and... uh, 
Yeah, of course, your weekly catch-up of our Fuse FM radio show, which is two hours of live piping and drumming radio each and every week. Absolutely for your click of support on Patreon. There you go. So there you go. That's where you go to do it. Right. How many times am I going to say there you go? It's been one of them weeks because I've been all out of sorts because we've had no listener mail. It's been really odd. Really odd. So, yeah, I'm not going to beg, but I am going to ask. <laughs> if you guys would like to, you can. You can send us in a mail, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Or, of course, the best way, if you have a lengthy story to tell, then check us out on Weekly Drone. Thebigrabshow.com forward slash Weekly Drone. Submit your complaints, your heartfelt feelings, all totally anonymously, and you can do so through our weekly drone. There you are. Uh, Yeah, why not talk about the, you know, that article that we mentioned earlier from Hamish. Yeah, what is proper piping? Hmm, have you any thoughts on that? I dare say there'll be a few. Also, we are still continuing to put together our sexism podcast and our online survey on sexism will be closing this weekend. So if you haven't filled that out yet and you have been thinking about it, then please do go along to our social media, of course, where we shared out all the links for our, you know, our survey on sexism in the piping world. And that'll be a future podcast too to check out. All right, guys, that's it. We are out the door. Thank you so much for downloading this week and each and every week. And we will see you right here for another Big Rab Show podcast next time. Until then, all the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.